Hi there, welcome to our podcast for College Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I'm Father Patrick, and uh, I'm your host for today. Today I invited two of our friends, uh, Leo and Peter. They're college students, and uh, they're going to be sharing a little bit of their stories with confession and so forth. Uh, Leo, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are and what you're doing. Hi, I'm I'm Leo. Um, I'm a junior here at college. Um, where are you from? I'm from Nebraska, um, where there's more cows than there are people, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> so is, it, is that serious? Yeah, no, that's a real fact. There's a lot of cows down there. Okay, so. well, we're good. And how many are in your family? How many of you are there? Um, there's seven of us kids, and I'm the second in line. So, uh-huh. And what do you like doing? What What are you studying, and what do you like doing in your free time? Um, well, it's kind of funny. Considering I'm a student and I go to college, I really don't like studying. Um, <laughs> that's about number 10 on the list of things I like to do. Um, uh-huh. I got a wild side. I kind of like skiing and doing crazy stuff up in the mountains, going hiking and... I don't know, like mowing the lawn. That's pretty fun, actually. Uh-huh. Where do you go to ski? Um, we go up to Colorado and the Rockies. We hit most of the big resorts out there. So if anybody out there knows any Colorado resorts, I've probably been there and skied. Or if you see any crazy guy coming down the mountain, it's Leo. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> that's probably true. There was one time I was skiing and there was a priest in a cassock. Skiing? Skiing. Wow. It was really cool. That's pretty intense. So he's crazier than I am. but Wow. Yeah. Very good. Well, then, Peter, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, my name is Peter. I'm also a junior. Um, I'm studying uh, mathematics and philosophy here at Hillsdale, um, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think I like studying slightly more than Leo does, but uh, hopefully, hopefully not too much. better grades or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's can be fun. Um, for just kind of things I like to do for fun, I'm also I really like rock climbing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've I've had um, some chances just to to get to experience that at different parts of the country, like in Wyoming and Wisconsin. Um, yeah, and I also really like playing the piano and the organ. Oh, good. Very good. What type of music do you play the piano? Uh, mostly classical music, but I've been trying to play more ragtime stuff, which uh-huh. is just really fun uh, <laughs> yeah, to mess with. Very good. Very good. Well, and uh, Leah, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with the sacrament of confession? Because last, last episode I spoke about, um, you know, the acts of the penitent, how we, we can do what would uh, constitute a good com- uh, a good confession to to make it a valid confession, right? So I just thought you know to have you bring you in to give so your experience, your witness um, on how the sacrament of confession has been helpful in your life. Yeah, I'd love to share my testimony. Um, I I'll be honest, I had a pretty boring life co- with confession for uh-huh. for most of my life. Like I would just go into the confessional like every single time. And confess the same exact sins every time. Mm-hmm. But then um, my freshman year at, at a college here, um, something crazy happened. I committed a sin, and like there was a lot of scrupulosity there. Like, was that a mortal sin, or was that a venial sin? I don't really know. I decided it was a venial sin, and then I went and received communion. And then I backtracked. I'm like, wait, maybe it was mortal. And then like there were all these thoughts going in my right. head. I was Concerns and scruples. Just so much scrupulosity. I'd never had an experience like that before where I was just like, so just like out of out of my mind with like scrupulosity, uh-huh. and I I went into the confessional and I it was Father Dave down here at the parish. I was like, Father, I I've been going through a lot. Like I don't really even know like if this was a sin. And like I just told him the whole story. It was like a five minute story with like uh-huh. all the scruples and stuff. And like he just kind of paused and sat there and he's like, Okay, none of that matters. 
never think of that any again. Never think of any of that ever again because I'm going to give you absolution here and all your sins are going to go away. Wow. And Good for him. Yeah, no, it was amazing. And like that was the first experience I had in confession where like I could just feel Jesus's love just like washing it away. Because like all of my other sins were just like the same routine sins. And like it just kind of got old after a while. Right. But, like, and sometimes that happens that when we learn to go to, which is good, right? To learn to go to confession since uh, we're little, we can get into that routine of saying the same things just as a you know regular thing. Yeah, it's a rut. We just do it because we're used to doing it and we don't understand the reasons why. So this yeah. helped you a little bit realize the goodness of that. Yeah, for sure. Like, it was just, it was a moment when I needed God's mercy and Jesus, Jesus's love. And Father Dave, just in persona Christi, like, laid it on me. And, like, I could definitely feel Jesus's mercy in that mm -hmm. moment. And it freed me from just all of the scruples. And I haven't thought about it since. So. Wow. Well, you obeyed what he told you. <laughs> well, that's, that's right. uh, just now that you mentioned the, the issue of scruples, sometimes that's a reality that people suffer scruples. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, it is it is a difficulty of the soul, right? That uh, some and some many times a temptation of Satan that just wants to give us a hard time so that we uh, don't like going to confession because we have all this struggle, and that's where obedience to the priest. Even though I don't owe obedience, it is recommended to obey the priest if he tells me don't think about this again, and to to believe that and not to think about that again and to believe Jesus believe uh, uh, forgive your sins through absolution. So don't think about it again. Or that type of things, right? To open your heart and even to tell the priest, I think I'm, I'm having these scruples about this or that so that the priest can give you a good advice and uh, hopefully help see, uh, heal, right, that, that difficulty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. And Peter, why don't you share a little bit what, whatever you want to share about your experience with confession? Sure, yeah. I, I also, confession has played a really important part um, in my life as well, I think. Uh, Probably similar to Leo, uh, much of my life with respect to confession was uh, pretty by the books. Like cradle Catholic, you know, started going as a family. My my parents always uh, convinced us to go by telling us we'd get ice cream afterwards mm. and stuff like that. And always taking, so we kind of made it um, like a family a, a trip. Deal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, I think it was sort of just sort of a routine kind of thing. Um, this was in Chicago, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, in the suburbs. Born and raised. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then I had uh, just a really profound experience with confession. Um, my sophomore year of high school through my through my youth group, we were on a, a retreat. And um, one of the talks that we had, uh, it was about just like the power of confession. And um, from what I remember, it was about like the difference between shame and guilt Right. And yeah, this, the speaker was was talking about how it's good to to feel guilty for our sins, um, and like we should because that's you know a sign our conscious conscience is prompting us. Right. Um, but like we should never like be completely ashamed or like so ashamed that we like turn our face from God. And so like confession right. is always always open to us. Um, right. To, a to little be bit reconciled. Of, right. A little bit of shame is okay because we do what is wrong, so it's yeah. shameful to recognize. But at the same time, it's guilt that you have, a healthy guilt, right? A healthy recognition of the fact that we have done wrong. Yeah. So kind of, I was I was sort of moved by that. And I just decided that, um, like, I would just kind of tell everything to the priest, you know, sort of just like bare my soul in a way. And it was mm -hmm. a really, really amazing experience. Sort of like Leo, just 
um, like really intensely experienced the mercy of Christ. Um, through that, the priest was was incredible, was very wise, um, and and just like helped me in a way, and like um, just like God just really rewarded that openness. Of course, um, through, he always does through the sacrament. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a healing experience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was very in one healing. way or another. God, with His grace, helps us, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's very good. Well, thank you for for sharing this uh, experience of each one of you. Um, so, yeah. Father, if you don't mind, I actually kind of have a question. Um, yes, go ahead. Regarding confession, yeah. So, um, how would you recommend preparing for and then executing um, a good confession? I guess as as a Catholic in college. Okay. Well, first of all, I would ask you, what would you uh, suggest? What would be some ideas that you, off the bat, think are elements of a good confession? Um, well, definitely doing um, an examination of conscience beforehand. Very good. Um, taking some time to do that, probably, um, yeah, just spending some time maybe in silent prayer yeah, and meditation be five minutes, before. Ten minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there are there kind of things like those are the things that I was brought up with? But are is there anything? over and above that, I guess, that you would recommend? Yes. Um, so first of all, the examination of conscience is essential uh, to... Or not, well, not, not, it's not essential. It's important. Um, what is essential is to have uh, contrition of heart, which is an interior uh, attitude by which we recognize that what we did was wrong. We look back at what we did and we realize this, is, this was wrong. And... And I have sorrow and uh, sorrow of heart and desire to amend myself, right? So I wish not to do it again. So that I would say that is the most important aspect of com- for a good confession, more so than a very detailed list of sins, right? So sometimes we think of a good confession like something in which I say absolutely everything that I did that I was wrong. And... That can help, but it's not the most important thing because I can be very detailed in everything that I say and I might not have a rejection of sin. So uh, in the last episode, we spoke a little bit about the acts of the penitent. And the first one is contrition of heart. Then the second one is confession, so to say my sins. And the third one is uh, reparation, right? So to do some penance for the sins I have committed. So for the first one, the examination of conscience is important, but more importantly, to detest sin, to recognize that what I did was wrong and I don't want to do it again. Even, and this is a difficult, this is a difficulty for confession, that sometimes we still sort of like what we did, right? So we know that it's wrong, but emotionally we don't reject it. We don't, oh, I don't want to do that again. No, I might do it again. But in reality, with my will, I can choose I don't want to do that again because it offends God and it can lead to hell or to, you know, distancing myself from God. So that is essential for, for a good confession, that I have contrition of heart. The examination of conscience is important because I may have sins that I need to look at, especially mortal sins. Those are the ones that we have to say. For a good confession to be valid, I have to say all my mortal sins and the type of sin that it is, and the approximate number, you know, we, we don't get, have to get stuck in the exact number, but yes to say if it was once or 20 or, or 500 times, or m- many times, right? Uh, so a good confession, especially 
implies saying all my mortal sins. Uh, in that sense, one useful, and again, this is not essential or necessary, but sometimes we forget when we're in the, in the confession now, we, we can get uh, nervous. I don't know if that happened, has happened to you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> so, uh, and we blank out, right? And so I, I can't remember what I was going to say or we are moved, you know, by sort of embarrassment and, or, or by just the mercy of God, we're moved and then we forget what else we wanted to say. So to have something written down just to help me as a guide uh, to know what at least the, the basic things I do want to say in confession is helpful. And then if I can add something else, that's great. Um, so having a little paper with the basic that I want to say is useful. Um, so then to say with clarity to the priest. And uh, this is another uh, detail that can help. Uh, not to say a generic confession, like um, very generic words. Like, suppose I yelled at my sister and I slammed the door. And then when I go to confession, I say, impatience. Right, and then I or I missed mass on Sunday because I w was watching a movie late on, at night, and then I didn't wake up on time. And I uh, wake up on time, and then the, when I go to confession, I say missing mass. So, you know, some people say very generic terms like that, and I think that for a good confession, I have to make it my own. I have to say I missed mass. And if there's a reason why that I did it, I could say I missed mass because I was lazy, or I was I missed mass because I didn't I really didn't want to go. I, I wanted to stay in bed. Well, all that adds to the sin, right? Or I slammed the door in the face of my sister. Uh, well, it's it's not the same to say that than to say impatience. So that is helpful for a good confession. Um, and then again, the the commitment of the soul not to sin again. I think that is essential. And then of course to fulfill. The penance that the priest gives you, I think those are. Uh, I don't know if you, if you, if that is more or less what you were thinking about. No, that's that's really helpful. Thank you, Father. Yeah, um, kind of. I mean, one problem that for like the past ten years has been coming up in my confessional life uh -huh. is like, I swear there are sins that like every single confession for the past ten years I have confessed that sin, and it just keeps coming up and up and up, and it seems like there's really no stopping it. Like, do you have any advice for that? Like, is the con is confession supposed to like give you grace that's supposed to help overcome those temptations because like it seems like it hasn't been doing a lot for me uh -huh. okay <laughs> no no uh so yes there's there's a a certain degree to which the confession the grace of confession is twofold right uh first of all it forgives my past sins which is the most important thing especially mortal sins i want to go to confession to get my mortal sins forgiven um because it's the only way that i am sure of God's forgiveness for my sins. So um, it forgives the past sins, but it also gives me grace to overcome the sins that I have committed and that I confess, right? So, uh, so it has a healing aspect. Confession is not only like to, uh, an, uh, an eraser, right? To, to clean up my, my past sins, like the laundry, right? To clean up my past sins. It also gives me grace to avoid them in the future, However, that depends a little bit on the, on the attitude we bring ourselves to confession. If I have a more firm resolution to never sin again, then the sacrament is more effective. If my resolution is very random and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to confession, but I really don't care too much and just to get my sins forgiven, so then the sacrament might 
have less effect in that aspect, right, of future mm. health. And that's something that it happens happens to all of us. We're weak human beings, and many times we will encounter ourselves confessing the same things, not because we don't try to overcome sin, is because we're human beings that have certain weaknesses, and the weaknesses are the same. We don't change the weaknesses from one day to another, you know? I have a certain weakness, and it's proper to my temperament, and you, Peter, have yours, and Leo, you have yours. Yeah. So then that weakness leads or um, directs us to certain sins, so we will more or less have the same ones. Now, we, we should get better with the sacrament of confession, with a daily examination of conscience, with prayer, and especially to add some spiritual direction, you know, spiritual guidance to know how to overcome my past sins is definitely very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really helpful. This is more of a practical question, but yeah, like, go ahead. Would you recommend face-to-face confession or through the screen? Because yeah. well, um, I uh, when I was little, I used to go to confession uh, face-to-face, not because I had a choice, but because for some reason the priest wanted the guys to go through the front, um, and it, I think it was helpful to for me to face a person and have to say, you know what, I did this, this, and this. And then he would absolve me. And, and sometimes when I was very... I remember you told your, your story. One thing I remember when I was little, I mean little, I was in high school. Um, and I went to this cool high school, right? Uh, yeah, Private high school. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I remember being very nonchalant about my confessions. I would say basically some things. And then the priest realized I would go every once in a while and I guess he realized that I was like not very well disposed. So he asked me, you know, uh, and, and what are you grateful for? And I like, he kind of, and he was in front of me so he could see my attitude, right? Oh, my, yeah. my face of, I don't care about anything. Uh, so I guess he, he saw, what are you grateful for? And I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was not grateful for anything. So he <laughs> kind of told me, you know, you need to be grateful for many things. One of the, you, you go to this school because I had my uniform. So he realized, okay, you go to this school, you need to be grateful for that. You need to be grateful for your for your family. You need to be grateful for your faith and so forth. So that is a grace of confession, right, uh, in my case. Mm, so I think that, um, what was the question again? Uh, face-to-face confession ah. or through the screen? So you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Uh, you have both options. Maybe when one has a hard time confessing, it's better to go through the screen Um Normally, what I would, if I have a confessional box where I have a screen and a face-to-face, I would rather have uh, typically uh, women come through the screen. But the guys, you know, they can do whatever they want. If they want to go face-to-face, I think it's, we need to be shaken a bit more, you know, oh, yeah. embarrassed a bit more. Put the fear of God in them. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that, but I, but I don't, it's, it's totally up to each, each person, you know, so... Uh, again, I totally respect uh, those who prefer to go through the screen. I think there should be a, an op- a possibility of always a screen. Um, but if someone wants to go face-to-face, that's totally fine as well. I think that um, for some cases, um, it is good to uh, the penitent to see a person that is telling you some stuff, you know, that you need to hear. Um, yeah, I just know from my own experience that, like, I definitely get my best confessions face to face, and you get a nice solid handshake uh-huh. after the confession, and kind of have a bro moment with the priest. I right, think, right, right, sometimes. right. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. That's why I'm saying maybe for guys, if they want to come to the front, you can shake hands or something. Yeah, that can be helpful. Very good. Any other questions that you had in in, in mind? No, that's that's about it. 
Uh, I actually did have one other question yeah, for you, go Father. Ahead. If I can answer? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I think um, sometimes we get kind of into a pattern of thinking about um, confession as sort of like just a means to an end, or at least that can happen for me where it's like, I, you know, I want to receive the Eucharist on Sunday. And so uh, I'm going to make sure I go to confession s- sort of to, to Clean achieve up. that end. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, and so like what, what's something you would recommend um, for like making sure that we remember to appreciate the sacrament of confession for itself, like for the, for the beautiful gift that it is just in and of itself and not like merely as kind of um, a means to, to something else. Right, so I think the key thing there is what we said before, the the um, spirit, true spirit of contrition, right? So if I look at the sacrament of confession just like, oh, you know, I commit all these sins, but then I can go to confession, get them like forgiven quickly uh, so that I can go to conf- communion, because if not, I'm embarrassed because I, I don't want, I won't be able to go to communion. So that is it's not necessarily an abuse of the sacrament, but it's kind of a, um, like a manipulation of the sacrament for my personal intent, right? Instead, the sacrament is, there has to be a sincere conversion of the heart for the sacrament to be more successful. I mean, it's still valid, even if we have a poor intention, it's still valid, but it's much more effective if I try interiorly to say, okay, why am I here? I'm here to ask forgiveness for my sins, which I did, which are wrong, and I sincerely want to convert to God. I want to convert from this sin to a life of virtue. I want to, go, I, I want to live a life of virtue from now on. So then my, my sacrament is no longer uh, a use. I'm not uh, using the sacrament as a means. It is, it's bringing me close to God. It's uh, forgiving my sins because I recognize I need healing of my soul. I need forgiveness of my for my soul, uh, and therefore, as a result, I can go to communion because that is the fulfillment of the union between me and God. Right. So sin separates me from God. Confession unites me to God and enables me to receive communion. And this is also important, right? That uh, we should not receive communion in the state of mortal sin. If we have committed a mortal sin. Um, we should first go to communion, confession. Now, if I cannot go to confession, then I shouldn't receive communion, right? So, so that, that's sometimes something that we we might in, inadequately uh, do, right? They say, okay, well, some other day we'll go to commu- confession. I, I kind of am repentant of my sin, was a mortal sin, but I'll go to communion now and then maybe later to confession. No, we should not go to confession communion in the state of mortal sin, right? So first... Uh, repentance, a spirit of contrition, confession to the priest, absolution, and then yes, I can receive communion. Yeah, I don't know if that responds to your question. No, I think that's really helpful. Thank you, Father. Okay, very good. Well, thank you, Peter. Thank you, Leo, for no, it's our pleasure, Father. For Great sharing. To be here. It's awesome to have you here. This was fun. Um, and thank you, everyone who shared their time with us. Uh, we hope that this was helpful to you. And uh, yeah, remember, if you have any questions, please send me an email at info at fourcollegecatholics.org. Remember to follow us in Apple or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform you have. And if you can, leave a review in Apple Podcasts so that others may be encouraged to listen as well. May God bless you. Uh, Have a blessed Advent and uh, upcoming Merry Christmas. God bless you.